0: This is one of those concepts to me, like looking for a sign and looking for ulterior motives and ulterior rationale and a plotting, scheming, although loving universe who's trying to get you to see things in a certain way. Oh my God, that's so complicated. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. These were broadcasted live, my answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness, and each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Adventurers, happy Monday, happy week of Christmas. Such an exciting time, always so much joy. I hope you feel the spirit, and this has nothing to do with being a Christian. Truly, I am not a Christian. I am not of any religion, although I believe in uh, Jesus and Buddha and Muhammad and all of them. It's a beautiful world. And we have endless opportunities to be cued, to go within and see the magnificence and see the love. And these holiday celebrations, many of which are religious inspired or born of religion, um, have deeper and more beautiful meanings than, um, what those who have hijacked the religion, now have in mind. So I hope you're feeling the Christmas spirit. I certainly am. Uh, Lots of love from Orlando, Florida. The question I'm answering today was posted some time ago. And uh, it's one that I kind of love because too often we take tangents based on a misunderstanding of what the answer might be and give our power away. Let's not do that anymore. Life's too precious and we are too awesome. Does everything happen for a reason? Mike, do you believe the old adage, the old quote that everything happens for a reason? This is one of those concepts to me, like looking for a sign and looking for ulterior motives and ulterior rationale and a plotting, scheming, although loving universe who's trying to get you to see things in a certain way. Oh my God, that's so complicated who could figure life out if it was like all this ulterior stuff in one sense, absolutely everything, everything, everything happens for a reason. And that reason is your thoughts become things full stop. The universe does not have an agenda. Your higher self does not have an agenda. No one has an agenda you're here with total freedom to choose your thoughts and to discover in on the fly that they become the things and events and circumstances the love and fortunes of your life that's it so there's no way around it everything happens for a reason but usually there are none of the reasons that people ascribe oh it's for my learning Oh, it's because God decided. Oh, it's this time schedule of the universe. Oh, it's it's none of that stuff. Okay, it, it, the Your life is a blank check. A blank check. Nothing is supposed to happen. You're not supposed to learn anything. When you trip and fall and manifest accidentally, unintentionally, whoa, you don't want to do that again. That really sucked. Broke my heart. Fell down and skinned my knees. Now, oh, I would like to learn not to do that again. Did I come here to learn not to do that? No. But if I get confused on the way, that creates the need for clarity that will come through my own lessons administered by my own mistakes, where I connect dots based on my own intelligence game on. So there's a ton of things to learn here because we tend to forget as we arrive who we really are and why we're here. So there's a ton of stuff to learn, but we don't come here to learn per se. And so back to the question, uh, is it true that everything happens for a reason? Yes, thoughts become things, but don't make it more complicated than that. There's no other variables that you're unaware of. There's no other hoops you're supposed to jump through. It doesn't. The news doesn't get any better, does it? I mean, total blank check, your thoughts become things. Don't like what you're experiencing? Change your thoughts, change your focus. Learn lessons on the fly until one day you're a streaming manifester, bringing about all that thrills and brings joy into your life, okay? Able to strip through the illusions And not be hypnotized like adam and eve and realize that everything is an extension of who you are that's the ultimate adventure that we're all on and on the way we fall in love people fall in love with us we discover how powerful we are and then when we realize how powerful we are we find out we were way more powerful than that and more powerful than that and it's this unending spiral that we're all on right now don't make it complicated by thinking God and the universe have plans or your higher self has a plan. I've already done about 210 of these spiritual tune-ups. You'll see in the archive on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube that I've already spoken to what you want versus what your higher self wants. Okay? There's no, there's no friction there. There's no opposing goals there. Uh, that's just another example of how we make it complicated. So please check out the archives and all else that I've printed. Let me see if there's anything else I wanted to touch on. Oh, when when unpleasant things happen, uh, and very often, you know, the, the band aid is everything happens for a reason. I don't know what it is, can't figure it out, God knows, but oh, that really sucked. It really hurts. It's really but When unpleasant things happen, they are always one of two things. They're either unintentional manifestations which really suck, but you're bigger than them and you're going to blast forward because of what you learned, or when bad things, sucky things really happen, it's that they're not so sucky and something really, really great is right around the corner. So either an unintentional manifestation has nothing to do with God. Either an unintentional manifestation is something to learn from, because now you got forever and ever. It's just training wheels and practice. Or it wasn't so bad. And you're going to see that. And all is going to be well. So whatever you're going through right now, and I can think of my heartbreaks, my crises, my disasters. Oh my gosh, I end up laughing at them whether it's a year or three later, sometimes much quicker. And it's just like, thank God that happened the way it did because I was cruising for a bruising and I didn't know it. You know, thank God I escaped with my life from that relationship. I escaped with my life from that career. Thank God it worked out the way it did. And at the time I thought it was so bad, but it was so good. Oh my gosh. So not only was it a course correction that made for the biggest dream of my life coming true again and again and again, But I was able to learn lessons of not judging myself, not berating myself, um, not jumping to conclusions. Yes, everything happens for a reason, but those reasons are almost never what we assume them to be. Simply our thoughts became things. All is supremely well. You still have forever. You're going to get there. You're going to get it. You're going to get him. You're going to get her. You're going to fall in love and live happily ever after. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, spiritual tune up the week of Christmas. Hope you're all in the Christmas spirit doing great. A lot of um, interaction based on yesterday's spiritual tune up. Yesterday, we talked about, does everything happen for a reason? And the recurring theme of many questions posted below that video on Facebook and Instagram is like, what about the really horrible manifestations? Are they orchestrated by our thoughts becoming things? Uh, Are they part of our unintended manifestations? Okay, this is a heavy, heavy, heavy one. And I'd like to point out that there are over 200 spiritual tune-ups available at Facebook, my page right here, and on Instagram, all for free, where I dive deep into the most difficult, hard to answer questions. But because so many people asked about this, I thought I'd go there lightly again today. I know that this is a prickly area, but I go there because there's nothing more important than you understanding the truth about the nature of reality. And there's nothing that will be more debilitating to anybody than not understanding the truth and to think that bad things happen to good people for no apparent reason or because the devil is lurking. You got no power. You got zero power. Things are not going to go well overall because you believe you can be a victim. You believe you are vulnerable. You believe bad stuff happens. There is no bad. There is no good. There is no horrible. And that's why I always do this. What about really horrible manifestations? That's the topic today. Horrible. Horrible to who? Can't tell you how many cancer survivors I've met who have said cancer was among, if not the greatest blessing, gift of their entire life. Can't tell you how many people who've been through horrible things look back and realize it made them who they are today in a wonderful way. Now, that doesn't mean the cancer was beautiful. The cancer is disgusting. It destroys human flesh. There's nothing good about cancer. From the lens of the human perspective, the physical senses, oh my God, horrible abounds. Ugly, hideous, disgusting abounds. Even with a spiritual lens, it's fair to say many things are pretty disgusting that can happen in time and space. But when you stand far enough back from the equation, there is always order. There's always perfection. There's always love. And you're much better off. And you serve yourself and your loved ones better. If this is the road you choose, rather than thinking, Wicked bad things can happen for no good reason and I'm less than who I was because of what happened when I was 12 or because I lost so and so or what it's like those are all lies and you set yourself up for more horrible manifestations so let's break it down and, and please I don't want to offend or ruffle any feathers but you deserve to know the truth the p- truth is all powerful there's only love you are supported we're all eternal beings the people you've lost you haven't lost they were ready you are not there's still more reasons to be happy today than there are reasons to be sad in every single life so one of the first questions i always get when i'm explaining thoughts become things is like mike how can you say it's as predictable as gravity when number one there's things that i've wanted that i've never got where's the predictability in that The reason some thoughts have not yet become things is because other thoughts of yours have, and they got in the way. Not every single thought becomes a thing. I'm thinking Hawaii. I'm thinking California, but I'm in Florida. Neither one of those came to pass. I have to act on them. I have to be congruent with them. I have to do something about them. And then the one that I believe in the most, that I want the most, that I speak about the most will come to pass. So lots of thoughts don't become things. But what does happen is because of other thoughts of yours that did become things. Then the other big question I get is like, Mike, you say it's as predictable as gravity, but how do you explain those things that happen in all of our lives, good, bad and hideous that we never thought about in advance? Mike, whose thoughts are those? It's so easy, might not be what you most want to hear. And yes, there's many layers and levels of this to truly get it, but on the surface, uh, it's really easy. Whenever the unthought of manifests in your life, the unthought of manifesting in your life, it is always because it is part of a journey to a further destination that you have thought about. And the only way for life and the soup of all manifestations and this continuum that we now believe in the the only way life could get you there is to draw you through unthought of territory my little example i live in orlando florida sometimes i like to go to south beach miami i love it so exciting sizzle everywhere i'm even learning the language thanks to my latina wife Um, And so I'm in Orlando and I'm thinking about South beach, Miami. So I'm really into this. So I'm going, I get in my car, I'm driving down the turnpike in the journey to Miami. Since I'm not yet able to manifest spontaneously in Miami, that day's coming for all of us. Um, Since I go through this journey, I don't know what smiling and frowning faces I'm going to see on the road. I don't know where I'm going to stop for gas ahead of time. I don't think any of those thoughts, but yet I experience them. I don't know what radio stations I'm going to listen to. I don't know what songs I'm going to hear. I don't know where the highway will be under construction and I'll be forced to take a detour this time. a detour. That's such a good metaphor for what we're talking about. There's detours often on the way from Orlando to Miami, and I don't think about those. But by continuing to think of Miami and doing something about it, I am literally drawn through unthought of territory, which does not imply anything could happen. No, 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 no. Only things in alignment with my view, my beliefs, my expectations on reality could happen. Okay, I'm not going to get abducted by a UFO, probably. Um, I'm not going to get in a a gunfight with somebody on uh, on the interstate because I don't have a gun. So, you know, some things cannot happen. Um, But whatever does happen would be in alignment with all of my other thoughts and beliefs about the nature of reality, human beings, myself, etc. So, lots of times in life, the unexpected happens, the unthought of happens. That doesn't mean it was thrust upon you. Now, I know that there's a lot of, let's just say, hideous, disgusting violations that happen to people, that happen to children, that happen to animals. And I take these tangents and I go there in earlier spiritual tune-ups. I'll go there a little bit more closely now, but I'm not gonna go all the way. Nothing's gonna put a smiley face on some of the really ugly things that happen, but it is easy to put a smiley face on some of those things that you thought were awful that can turn out to serve you so well. For example, we often think that the absolute worst thing that can happen to a human being in time and space is that they die. Come on! One door closes, another one flies open, and the marching bands begin, and there's confetti and celebrations and joy. Now I know it's bedlam back home for the people they left behind, but we all have the ability to realize they've gone home. They are, they are bathed in love. They are being celebrated. They are seeing their life in retrospect. They're learning their lessons. They're planning the next one, and they're with you every moment of the day you still have life they're cheering you on you might say oh but we planned our life together and he was taken or she was taken from me too early or they were only a child there was lost opportunities look if a child goes to disney world instead of universal studios theme park is there a lost opportunity yes but nothing to be lamenting about because wherever you go in these sacred jungles of time and space or beyond it's just nothing but love and joy and infinite possibilities because we are eternal. And so those of us left behind have the duty to those that we said goodbye to and to ourselves to get clear on the truth and to understand that this is one big adventure in the mind and heart of God called time, space, and matter. And it's fleeting and temporary for all of us. And we all have the space and the bandwidth to get it on, be happy, happier than we've ever been, no matter who's in our life. And and there's always room for new people in your life. And there's room for more dreams coming true. And those people that you lost, you will be with them forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And so that you might have to spend the next 20 or 50 or 100 years without them even though they're there in the ethereal it's not so bad they're okay they want you to be happy we all have freedom that means sometimes we make mistakes sometimes we have unintended manifestations but even the unintended manifestations add to who we are jumbo fellow adventurers all right. Some great questions have been coming in on Facebook and Instagram. Today's great question comes from, if you will, troubleshooting. Uh, how do you tweak the machinery? How do you know when you're doing it wrong? How do you figure out what you did wrong? what, what are you missing? And too often this kind of a question uh, presumes things are true that are not true. And specifically, These types of questions presume you're making a mistake or not doing it right when all along you were doing it just perfect, except that you thought you weren't, and then you stopped doing it perfect because you said, oh, this is not right. I'm not doing what I want. Here's a great question. I'm not trying to read into it. I don't know anything about the questioner's circumstances. Thank you for being so bold and brave, all of you, to ask these great questions. They just give me a platform. Uh, Whether or not my answer exactly applies to your situation, I can only hope. Uh, Mike, I keep trying to manifest financial abundance, but instead, keep manifesting romance. Oh my gosh, how many people would love that problem? After the last two short-term relationships, I end up feeling drained of energy and having to take the time out to heal. I love being single, as I can focus on self-care and self-love. So what am I doing wrong here with the manifestation process? I feel like I'm going round and round in circles. The theme always to all of my answers, uh, and it's the theme of living in these sacred jungles of time and space, is don't use your physical senses to interpret reality, nor to pass judgment on yourself or your progress or the seeming lack thereof. Your physical senses are Awesome? Liars. They do not reveal reality. They reveal where you've been. They reveal where you are, but they don't even see everything about where you are. They see just a tiny sliver. Let them show you life's beauty and full stop, okay? And anything that arises that doesn't seem beautiful, turn off your physical senses and go within. Connect the dots come alive as the spiritual gladiator that you are and use your inner senses. This is the issue. The presumption here is I want abundance and I've manifested a relationship. What's wrong with me? I've manifested two relationships. What's wrong with me? Nothing. Nothing at all is wrong with you. You couldn't be more awesome, more loved, more adored. You've got a rocking, diverse life. Just because something shows up doesn't mean the other one's not. Maybe the abundance is going to come to you all the quicker when you patch over uh, the self-care and self-love that can be facilitated by someone else loving you at the same time. It could well be in this hypothetical example. It's hypothetical to me. Uh, that part of the manifestation process of wild financial abundance will include for a certain person, a relationship, maybe several relationships, not to imply that the person you're going to have a relationship will have money, although that happens, but perhaps other things that the relationship will stir in your soul, or perhaps you need two or three relationships to stir those things around in your soul are going to unleash your confidence in dire- in the direction of being a deliberate creator. But yet, if you say, wow, I wanted money and I got love, something's wrong with me. Now something's wrong with you because your words become things faster than your thoughts become things because they're just thoughts spoken. Therefore the intensity is higher. Also maybe the relationships and the short term relationships that you're manifesting uh, don't have anything to do with abundance but neither are they precluding abundance. So you might want wealth and abundance, but that doesn't mean you're a one-track pony, right? You know, you want wealth and abundance, but you want friends too, you want love too, you want tenderness too, you want travel with benefits too, you want all those other things too, but right now your highest priority is wealth and abundance. There's no shame in manifesting 22 things at the same time. And we do it every day. Again, evidence not to draw the conclusion that this isn't working. I'm doing it wrong because your inner witness hears this isn't working. I'm doing it wrong. And so that truckload of money that was about to show up tomorrow is put on hold because you don't believe it's possible because you think something's wrong with you. Here's another point I wanted to make off of this great question. Don't argue with the universe. Don't argue with yourself, okay? You want a relationship. You also enjoy being alone time, self-care time, self-love time. These are not mutually exclusive. You know, if you've manifested a relationship and then another one, and obviously because you're drained of energy, you're learning a lot of good stuff. uh, Don't be like, but I'm supposed to be alone. I prefer to be alone. It's like you clearly chose to be in a relationship, to be in two of them. Short term, short term relationships are awesome. I'll talk, talk about freedom. There's, no, there's nothing unspiritual about that. Go have two more if you want, if you want. But you chose every step of the way what you would manifest next. You got the phone call, you winked back, you said yes. It's okay, enjoy that. It's not precluding anything else. Don't argue with the universe. Now, if truly you want no relationship for six months or six years or for the rest of your life, okay, then then go there and, and say no. But don't box yourself into a preconceived idea of what's ideal. Live, love, share, diversify, focus on money, focus on love, see what shows up. Tweak it, adjust it, concentrate a little bit more. Don't assume something's wrong and you will blow the doors off of this existence. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up along with 1 million other subscribers for my free daily notes from the universe, you can also find out about my infinite possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a thirty-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last fifty-two mini manifesting workshops. So, check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple Podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcast. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, we've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.